Good morning, everyone. Um, we'll open up the sessions in a moment. And my wonderful colleagues, Megan and Anne, will give you all the housekeeping. But my job is to open the conference um, and kick things off. I would like to welcome you all to our very exciting and rather fabulous New Economy Network Australia Conference for 2020. Um, before I begin anything, I would like to um, acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which I'm meeting today or I'm meeting with you. Uh, the place that I live, work and play is I'm here in North Brisbane, the traditional lands of the Yagara and Turrbal peoples. Um, and I would like to acknowledge elders past, present, emerging. I always like to acknowledge the truly remarkable civilization and governance systems that cared for country and cared for each other for millennia before colonization and into colonization and thriving beyond. Um, part of my job as someone who tries to work across a range of sectors is to always also acknowledge the ongoing legacy of colonization in this nation. I personally and professionally am committed pretty much every day to being part of the opening up of the mainstream or the dominant um, culture and economic system to a decolonization um, thinking process. So um, it's with great respect that I acknowledge country and I invite all of you to perhaps just spend 30 seconds thinking about where you are today. If you are here in Australia, which I'm sure most of us are, do have a think about some of the beauty around you. I'm welcoming the return of the blue-banded bees to my garden, to tourable lands. They're one of the most remarkable buzz pollinators and the sweetest little creature. And I worry for country. That's what an elder told me once, because every year I wait for them to re-emerge in the November from their winter. So do take that moment to think about country and kin um, and take this moment. So um, in a moment, I will be delighted to hand over to um, Megan and Anne to run you through um, our rather fabulous conference, uh, the program and all the housekeeping. But what I'd like to do is just give you a short overview of why we created Nina and what our vision is and what we're hoping to achieve together. So the definition that we have of Nina um, is fairly simple, and I'm sure you've all read it. Um, we aim to be a network of individuals and organisations working to transform Australian society and economic system, really, so that achieving ecological health and social justice are both the foundational principles and our core objectives for the future. Nina was created... Um, emerged, let's say, from the 2016 conference um, that Professor Bromman Morgan and myself hosted. And since then, we have brought in hundreds and hundreds of wonderful people and dozens who are truly committed to building the network together. Um, it's a reminder that we're not an organisation as such. We are incorporated, but we don't see ourselves as the implementers. We genuinely see Nina as this really fun platform to facilitate connections showcase uh, and promote your projects, innovative projects across the network, build peer-to-peer -peer learning and use collective strategies to advocate for change. And I'm really delighted. I have to say I'm delighted and so proud of everybody in the network that since its gentle emergence in 2016 and its evolution across the past couple of years, we have built a network that's now connecting about three to 4,000 people uh, across our lists and Facebook. We have almost 300 members and we really are structuring ourselves to try our very best as a bunch of volunteers um, to really build these networks and to help people access information and to join together in solidarity to continue the push 
um, to shift towards the things that we value and to build, really, to build a society that is caring of the earth and caring of each other much more than our system is today. But for those who are new to Nina, you know, and if you want to see the rationale for why we were so excited to build Nina, um, there's two simple questions that we can ask. We don't want to um, tell you what to think, but the questions we ask really pose why it is that we're building Nina. Is our current economic system sustainable? I'm not even going to read all those quotes, but um, the one that actually impacted me the most years ago when I read it was, humanity has used more resources since 1950 than in all previous human history. And that was written in 1992. So for anyone who's familiar with some of my other work, you may have seen and you would have seen Will Steffen talk about the great acceleration, the phenomenal escalation of resource extraction, particularly since the 1950s. So is our current economic system sustainable? We would probably suggest no. Is our current economic system fair? And if we say current economic system, if we mean the dominant neoclassical worldview and economic system that the current Australian, federal and other governments subscribe strongly to, um, we might suggest that the current economic system is not fair nationally and it's even less fair internationally. And how did we get here? The analysis of what the problems are and why we're at where we why we're at the situation we are now is important. Um, we think everyone should be doing that analysis because creating change is built on some understanding of the problems and some way to address those problems. And in certainly my time working across sustainability and other issues for three and a half decades now, gosh, I am getting old, um, you see different people saying the neoliberal economic tsunami from Thatcherism and Reaganism in the 80s is to blame. Others point to the great acceleration, this perfect storm of technological innovation and governance systems and hyper-consumer capitalism um, that have forced us into a really destructive 20th century. But if you look further back, the Industrial Revolution is where uh, fossil fuels became um, the powering force for accelerated colonisation and the climate change issues we face today. And then other people are uh, critiques like Derek, Den uh, Derek Jensen turned and talked to the shift to agricultural societies 10,000 years ago when we became um, terraformers. But then other thinkers like Helene and Norberg-Hodge don't really blame agriculture so much as the type of agriculture. So whatever you think the problems are or the issues are, even if it's the day-to-day -day issues, um, it's some kind of analysis of the problems and a shared understanding of a way forward that, that Nina is hoping to build and to continue to build. And our vision really um, is, I probably should just, our vision really is to bring as many people across civil society together who perhaps don't normally find each other easily. The network is about strengthening the work we're already doing and talking to each other and finding new ways forward uh, to keep pushing back at a system that I personally um, am deeply, deeply concerned about. Obviously, that's why we put so much time into Nina. And finally, I think um, the simple philosophy can be wrapped up by Buckminster Fuller's approach. You never change things by fighting the existing reality. To change something, build a new model that makes the existing model obsolete. I absolutely agree with that, but I also agree um, with the simple statement of let's stop the bad stuff and do more good stuff. But certainly Nina, more than many other groups that I'm involved with, has been deliberately framed around the notion that why don't we just get on and build the future that we want? Because at the moment, our governments are not doing that um, very uh, enthusiastically in terms of what we want to see happen. 
So I'm not going to read the rest of the slides. I just want to remind you that our website has um, our five core principles built around the ecology, justice, democracy, democracy as in access to working together, access to information, and First Nations solidarity. We've worked really hard to build a governance structure that we would call a distributed governance network. So we've got all of our hubs, which you can read about on the website. But I, I guess I would like to say, as one of the co-founders and creators of some of the structures, and not just afterthoughts, we spent more than a year working on our governance system to make sure Nina could offer a place for anyone who wanted to come in. And a landing place could be your own sectoral interests, it could be your own geographic interests. Um, and to us, these hubs are really important. And in terms of the very structure of the NINA cooperative, these hubs are the beating heart of NINA. It's all about bringing people together in whatever way they would like to contribute, to share their own expertise um, and to connect with others. Um, and you can read a lot more about how we work and how we fit together um, on the website. And over the summer, we'll be updating some of the documents, but we've got a lovely NINA hub guide and our operational stuff so we have a vision. We have thousands of people already connecting. We've got some governance systems that are starting to really play out and work well. So um, to open our conference today, I'm really, really pleased and, and really proud to be, have been working with the Newcastle gang who will introduce themselves shortly. Um, and I guess I would just urge anyone who might be new to Nina um, to, to do really seriously think about becoming a member, connecting with others, um, and inputting to our civil society strategy, which we'll be talking about later in the conference. Um, but that's it from me. Um, really excited that we've made it to our um, fourth official uh, conference together. And I guess I'd also like to say I'm actually quite apologetic that we're not all together. When we planned this for the Friday, Saturday, Sunday, it was um, with a view to doing what we normally do amongst Nina Rights is have a three-day grassroots economics fiesta. So we'll just have to do our very best just doing it all online. Um, over to you, Megan and Anne. Hello, uh, my name is Anne Apps and I'm a co-convener of Nina's Newcastle Hunter and Central Coast Hub, which is a geographical hub, one of the geographical hubs, and we started a couple of years ago. Uh, we're the official host of this conference. I'd like to begin by paying my respects to the Awabakal and Waramai people, their elders past and present, and emerging, and to acknowledge that they always were and always will be the owners and custodians of this beautiful land. I'd like to acknowledge the incredible effort and hard work of my co-convener, Megan Burkett, who really has been the backbone uh, of our geographical hub here. And she's put it, she has put in many hours along with Michelle to make this uh, event a happening thing. I'd also like to acknowledge the support um, that we have received along the way from our team, um, including Andrew Ward or Wardy, whose energy enthusiasm always lights up our worlds. I'd also like to thank Sizzle and Sarah and Hamed and James, who are part of our uh, um, hub team uh, that have worked together with us uh, putting this conference together. We've got an amazing program and we're very proud of what has been curated and presented here. But I want to start by saying a little bit about Newcastle. Um, of course, we'd hoped that we were going to be welcoming you here uh, to this place um, to visit in person instead of virtually. So you have to imagine, um, for those of you that haven't visited Newcastle, you have to imagine this place. It is a city 
Uh, it sits on the coast two hours north of Sydney. It has a very large harbour where the river meets the sea. The traditional owners are the Awabakal people and they were noted as strong and determined defenders of their territory. And this is a legacy which we think has probably been handed down to the white settlers who eventually colonised here. Uh, we know them as Novocastrians and they are also staunch defenders of their territory. For those of us who came later, there's much to love about Newcastle. It's climate, the beaches, uh, it's size, the size of the city, which is small enough to be relaxed, but big enough to have a hum. Um, it's a town in transition. It's in transition from coal to renewables, and it has a long history of cooperatives. The cooperatives were, uh, they migrated along with the Scottish and Welsh coal miners so the ideas of worker solidarity and equity are strong here in Newcastle. It's uh, consequently a very great place to showcase the ideas of Nina, the new economy, a work in progress. So welcome, and we hope that you enjoy our 2020 program and conference. Thank you so much, Anne and Michelle, wonderful. Um, my name is Megan Burkett, also co-convener of the Newcastle Hub. Um, so great to be with you all. Um, I am usually in Lake Macquarie, which is also um, land of Awabakal people, but I'm joining you today from far north Queensland. So I'd like to acknowledge and pay my respects um, to the Bindal people and the Woolgaroo Kaaba people from up here. Um, I grew up here, so it's a beautiful, beautiful place for me to join from as well. Um, I'd like to say thank you so much to all of the wonderful speakers that are going to be speaking to you over the next three days. I think we have over 80 amazing, <laughs> like that's just such a breadth of rich um, experience and practical and on the ground and grassroots um, activity that's happening um, so really excited for you to experience um, those sessions over the next three days. Um, and a massive thank you to James, who has created this for all of us. Um, he always does such a beautiful job. Okay, might hand back to you, Michelle, if there's anything you can think of to add. Otherwise, we'll no, move thank on. you. Thank you, Megan. I guess I just want to say um, a huge thank you to everyone in Newcastle who, you know, had to face the disappointment of not hosting a giant party and then turn around and do all the hard work for our online gathering. So thank you. 